Hello and welcome to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. I'm Joey Wright and Zach Pyatt will join me soon at the high school of St. Thomas More in Champaign where the Sabres eight-man football team is looking really strong with two-thirds of the regular season down. They enter week seven against Metro East Lutheran as the number five team in the News Gazette's top 10 rankings and it's easy to see why with a core of nine seniors including Peace Boomba, Brody Cupernell, and Robbie Vabrick who we'll talk to along with coach Nathan Watson. The Sabres have a blend of skill, speed, strength, and experience that should propel them to a strong finish to the 2023 season after they came within one game of playing for a state title in 2022. Zach Pyatt and I are back at the high school of St. Thomas More when we come back. Thanks for listening to another episode of Extra Prep, our weekly podcast. For an unprecedented seven years in a row, the News Gazette has been named the state's best newspaper. Nobody covers all the area communities like News Gazette, our county section. Adding a News Gazette subscription is easy. For less than $1 per day, no other media outlet gives you award-winning, in-depth coverage of local news and sports. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe in the banner. Order a News Gazette print subscription today. Welcome back to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. We're at the high school of St. Thomas More, catching up with the St. Thomas More Sabres, 6-0 as the back half of the regular season approaches. The Sabres football team, number five in our most recent News Gazette top ten rankings, really tearing up the eight-man scene this year. Head coach Nathan Watson is with us. Robbie Vavrick, Peace Boomba, Brody Cuppernell with us as well. Coach, we'll start with you. The the Sabers, you guys have it rolling, six and zero starts, and uh, you guys have uh, really looked good this season. What's the secret, Ben? I mean, there's there's no secret sauce. It's hard work. It's uh, good players b- believing in what we're saying, and and I think they've really bought into trying to get better every time we take the field. And I think you've seen that each week. Our the games that we played, our opponents have been tougher, and the result has been better. So we just need to continue doing that, stay healthy, and you know just. Be a good team. Be good teammates. Be a good team. Go to Robbie next. Robbie, everyone we've got in the room here, uh, UPS and Brody, all seniors. You guys have some nine seniors in total. Uh, joked before we started recording, next year we're going to have to get used to talking to a whole new group yeah. of kids. Uh, such a, a strong group of leaders on this team. What's that been like to kind of come of age with these guys? And, you know, last year you made a run to the semifinal round of the eight-man playoffs, you know, I in a state title this year. What's, what's it been like to grow with these guys and, and keep putting it, you know, climbing that ladder year after year? Uh, you know, it kind of feels weird to, to you know, be the leader because for the past, I don't know how many years, the leaders have been, only been three years. It's been <laughs> Quick math. Yeah, there he goes. Um, it's been, you know, it's been Matt or it's been Avery or it's been um, all those guys sophomore year. There's a lot of them. So, um, but like to – to be one of them, like to think how highly I thought of them, it's kind of a weird thought to me. Because I mean, to me, those guys were, those guys were like really, really good people. Those guys were like somebody you should really look up to, and so to like to be one of them, I think that's that's I don't know, it's kind of weird to me. It's kind of a weird feeling, but it's good to see that we've made it, you know, this far, and that we've accomplished what we've been able to accomplish. 
uh, piece will go over to you. Uh, this this past Saturday, big win over South Beloit, 58-38 to stay undefeated. Battle of a couple of undefeated yeah. teams. Um, you for sure had had a heck of a game, almost 350 yards, five <laughs> touchdowns. Um, but we were talking the other day. Uh, you said you consider yourself more of a defensive player. Yeah. Right. I mean, what's what, uh, how how do people respond to you? Like, are they saying like like oh you got to go you know become a college running back? But you're oh. over there like no nah, I'm a I'm a defense. <laughs> yeah, a lot a lot of people have been saying that, including my my head coach. He was, <laughs> was actually right here. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's really it's really nothing. I've been playing offense my whole life. I've been playing offense since I was young, you know, growing up playing pee wee and all that. So I got used to, to to having the football in my hand a lot. I actually just got you know into into playing defense last spring. You know, I, I trained I trained that that spring in my in summer with my brother, and um, trained trained that whole spring and summer and fell in love with playing linebacker DB, um, and so yeah, that's. That's really that's really where it all stemmed from. But um, I actually really do love playing running back. I love getting the ball. I love running behind Robbie. I love running behind Brody. You know, all those yards I had Saturday were behind Brody or behind Robbie. So yeah, um, I really, I really, really couldn't do anything I've been doing for the black, for the past two years without any of these guys or any of my teammates. So just been really grateful to play with them and you know for them. So. Brody, what's it like to be a lineman in this offense? Last couple of weeks, uh, 58 points, 40 points, 54 points, a lot of touchdowns getting up and down the field. I, I've got to imagine you're, you're probably pretty well conditioned by this point in the year, right? Uh, <laughs> as, as we get some kind, from kind the, of. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would say most of my job is just, you know, making holes for peace, you know, lead blocking for peace, finding, you know, someone to put on the ground so he can run behind me. You know, I think me and Peace and Robbie and all all of the team, the reason we're so good is we have chemistry. Like, we can know what each other's going to do or, like, we can anticipate what they're going to do. Go back to you, Coach. I know uh, defense is something you, you pride yourself on. It's kind of the pride of this team. 38 points last week jumps out. I mean, you look, uh, you get shut out Schlarman the week prior, gave up 20 points, 14 points, 17 points, 6 points in the five weeks uh, you know, before the, the win against South Beloit. Defensively, uh, peace leading the charge there. I mean, it looks like this team is uh, is really capable on that side of the ball. Yeah, you know, Joey, you and I have talked about that. When we, we went, hey, man, all these guys are saying, you know, you can't play defense. It's a high score game. And I understand last week was, you know, credit to South Beloit for that. But I noticed, again, the stats were the number one defense again this week. And I think we've been up there for about three years. We just emphasize it. Like, I, I, I know that if you miss a tackle, they, they're going to score an eight, man. However, I just refuse to accept that answer. And they've bought into that philosophy. And, and we, we take great pride in defense. Obviously, the better – um, teams you play, the more points they're going to score. But um, we're, we're going to keep working at get better. We can ask we can ask Brody about the quarterback and option maybe <laughs> later on in the podcast. And under, that was the first option team we've played since we've been eight man, and that was an interesting experience, some unique challenges. So I definitely feel it was a learning experience for me and the players, and will prepare us for the playoffs. Is that something like that style of offense? Is that something that you think you know? It's it's kind of only played because it's an eight man, or or is that something that they would implement in eleven man as well? I think that head coach used to be at Harlem McChesney Park, and I think he's always run the triple option. I think I think the challenge, you know, all the weeks prior, I'm on them about pursuit, pursuit, pursuit. Like I like I emphasize that all all the time. Like really aggressive. Don't worry about screens, and you know you know we'll just we'll just rally to the ball. 
Well, that kind of gets you a little bit in trouble in option football, yeah. right? I mean, you've got to be very disciplined. And instead of swarming to the ball, you have each, you know, each person has an assignment. And the, and the issue you have in eight man is your pitch res, uh, support is corner, right? And if they come down, then they're wide open on a pass. So you got to make a decision. You know, do you want to give up the deep pass or make them earn it? And, and we have a bend don't break philosophy. And, and uh, like I said, it was an experience. I, I think the next time we face a triple option team, we'll be more prepared. But they had a good game plan, and uh, but we'll be ready for triple option next time. Right, Brody? <laughs> <laughs> Coach, want to keep it with you uh, real quick. Uh, just looking at how far this program has come, I was thinking about this on our drive over here. You know, you go eight-man right before the pandemic, and then, of course, the pandemic and all the challenges associated with that could probably spend a whole other podcast talking about that but then last year uh six and three regular season you make a run to the semifinal round of the of the playoffs this year you guys are right up there with the very best in the state and we'll see how it all shakes out over the next couple of weeks but just how far this program has come since you made that transition to eight-man football just what what has that been like for you and for these guys you know it was, it was very humbling like we didn't come here with that intention but when you look look at numbers like we just were, we were kind of forced into that and um i think i told you before the first game when we played south fork during covid I was really nervous going into that game. Like, what is this going to be? Like, what is the feel? And I looked across the way. They had 25 players, and we had 25 players. And then the, the whistle blew, and it felt just like football. And I think once everyone, you know, the fans and the students and, and the, uh, you know, any, everyone involved in the program got past it. It's just it's just football. It really is. I was pretty pleased that Edgy Tim, you know, he's pretty well-known in the state for his coverage, uh, chose us for his first eight-man game. And, like they are projecting a, a lot of growth over the next four years in, in eight man. They're even talking about a second class for like teams with 325 kids or more. So you're talking maybe 50 teams here in a couple of years. So uh, I think the game is going to continue to grow. I think we're. I think they had eight man like in the 40s in Illinois or something mm-hmm. like, and then it went away and now it's now it's back. You go to a state like Nebraska. We got friends coming in from Nebraska this week for obvious reasons, and um, they've had eight man out there for. For 100 yeah. years so I think once everyone just realized that fo- it's football we just focused on your normal stuff you know being a great team being a great teammate working hard and and the rest is history we hopefully we can keep building on that I think there's 28 eight-man teams in the state right now and it, it seems to be in a really good place here in Illinois yeah it was at around 40 before COVID mm-hmm. and then unfortunately COVID actually folded some programs so you know like everything else COVID set everything back a little bit so I think mm-hmm. we'll be up to 40 here pretty soon and now as it keeps gaining popularity I just I just think you're going to see more just put your kids in a position I also you know I, I was very vocal and still vocal about regional football I still think that IHSA needs to to bring back a regional football I think it would help the game as a whole but unfortunately I'm I'm on the minority side of that vote so I think that'd be good for the game but A-Man's going to continue to grow and we're going to continue to do our thing here at St. Thomas More. Robbie looking at this group of guys I mean when was when was the moment maybe when things clicked for for this group when you realized uh hey last year we can make a deep playoff run hey this year you know we've got these expectations is there kind of can you can you pin it to one moment where everything seemed to kind of come together for these guys? I think I think for me it was last week in South Beloit because I think that was the first time. Usually we aren't the best travelers, especially going up to the north. Um, You know, Polo, Milledgeville, Amboy, we don't have the best track record up there. But I think this week, I think it was the most points we've ever scored in a game in the north. We went up to the north. We were still – we got off the bus. We were there for a fight. We got a fight. We, We won the fight. And we were able to do something off that. We were able to keep, continue our lead. We were able to um, boost ourselves, boost our, our morality, 
especially because, you know, when you lose to an opponent once, you know, it's hard to beat them again. And, you know, I kind of feel that way about all those northern teams. They're kind of – they're really a lot similar. So losing to them once, that kind of like, you know, you got that that thing in your mind that's like, this is going to be tough. We can't just go in here and think this is going to be easy. And, and it was tough. But I think – first time we trailed this year. Yeah, it was the first time we were down. Yeah, so I think, I think that was really when it clicked to us that we are, we are not the same as last year. We're, we're something better. So peace. We'll we'll hand it back to you. Um, I think during week one of the season, it might have been you. Uh, this group was was uh, in the the News Gazette offices for our radio show, and I think. Uh, uh, one of the things we kind of focused on was uh, you guys mentioned how this year kind of feels like state championship or bust. Um, but now after this past week's performance, like is now, is that kind of starting to feel like it could be a reality here? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, coming, coming off that loss from Amboy last year, um, we all, we all clashed at, we all like came together, bumped our heads together and we were like, guys, We've got we've got to get back here. You know, losing that losing that game, it gave us it gave us a lot of a lot of grit. It gave us a lot, it definitely gave us a lot of emotion to just get back there and get to get to where we left off. Um, this year, you know, as a team, I feel like we're we're definitely way stronger than last year. Um, you know, and and beating beating Amboy, I mean not Amboy, I'm sorry, beating South Beloit definitely gave us gave us that push that we needed to be like wow. Like we here, like <laughs> we we are here, you know, and um, uh, we're 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 planning to be seven and zero this week. Um, finish finish off the season nine and zero. Um, you know, win win those first those first three games, the playoffs, and and head there. And uh, I I I strongly believe we're gonna do so by the grace of God. So um, especially with 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 these two with these two guys, you know, lead leading um through throughout the whole way. Um, I strongly believe we can do so. And I know they do too. So, Brody, kind of to shift gears a little bit. Last home game for you guys this week. You guys will host Metro East Lutheran one o'clock on Saturday, October seventh. Homecoming week in the hallways of the high school of St. Thomas More. What's this week like for you? Is uh, and, and you know certainly might get another home game come the playoffs, right? But knowing that hey, this is senior night uh, for you guys. A lot of emotions inherent to that. How do you manage that while also having some fun for homecoming here? Um, really, I don't try to focus on, you know, senior night, homecoming, any of that. I just, you know, I got a job to do, go play the game, go play the best of my abilities. And, you know, that's fun for people. You know, it's more fun for parents, in my opinion, like senior night and stuff like that than me because I don't really care about that. I just care about winning. That's mm-hmm. all I really care about. Coach, I, I had to look over at you when uh, Zach asked the question about the, the state championship aspirations. I know coaches like to take it one week at a time, and, uh, hey, we're focused on Metro East Lutheran, right? My bad. But, <laughs> no, it, it's all right. I mean, obviously yeah. it's an expectation that's there. But, yeah, I mean, one week at a time. Like, we have a lot of distractions this week with Metro East because of the Schlarman game getting canceled. You know, now we have senior night, homecoming, and it's uh, breast cancer awareness. That's a lot of non-football stuff, and I'm not saying that it's bad, but for us managing it, I do think that our captains and most of our team understand how to manage it. We've we've emphasized when you take the field, whether it's practice or a game, like you got to flip the switch. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think these guys are really starting to, to buy into that philosophy, and I think that will help us on, on Saturday afternoon this week. 
Robbie, not only on the football field, but uh, everyone in here is a multi-sport athlete. I know so many kids at St. Thomas More play uh, a lot of different sports. What does that? What do those experiences do for you guys on the football field? Uh, obviously, keeping you in shape, but maybe just building that chemistry, right? Kind of just knowing what everyone's yeah. going to do and, and being on the same page. Oh yeah, it's definitely. I mean, wrestling and football are, especially when you're on the line, are, are really, mm-hmm. really similar. Uh, just ask August last week, right, with his suplex, um, <laughs> but. It's it's really good because I mean I'm it's the f- how many people are on the wrestling team five people seven whatever yeah they're all on the football team too like it's all and um on the, uh, when is the spring I'll be with uh, peace and you're in track so yeah. it's like we're all we all get to know each other so well and what we're capable of and what we're able to do. And I think that's great, especially in, like, our success because, I mean, we have a lot – as a school, we have a lot of success. We'll send um, – we got? we got boys golf going to state. Yep. Ashley Wells is going to state for golf as well. So we're, we're, we're a school that has great athletes not only in just one sport but, like, in many sports. We're just, we're just great. I imagine you guys will be uh, in the gym tonight uh, hosting the Unity Big Homecoming yeah. Volleyball Match. Peace, did we hear a rumor before we started recording you're going to play some baseball this spring? I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, yeah, that's 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 the plan. Uh, <laughs> I've been I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, my brother played his senior year. Uh, <laughs> my, my brother played his senior year and um, talked to the baseball coach a little bit, told him I can get out there and run some bases if he needs me to. Sure. So, yeah. That's, that's the that's the plan. Sure, I don't want to spoil it. I know Zach's working on a big story on the the Boomba family, and uh, he'll I'll let him write that and, and tell the story. But you mentioned your your brother Jogi and yep. uh, Adna, your other brother. Uh, the Boomba's an athletic family, right? Yeah. You you come from a, a family that likes its sports. Yes, sir. Um, my dad played a lot of soccer growing up. Uh, my mom did my mom. I don't even know. I, I, <laughs> My, my mom, she's the backbone. My, right? my mom yeah, can, yeah. my mom can cook. Uh, <laughs> that's what I give her. Uh, my sister ran, ran track. My sister Deborah ran track. Um, Jogi, you know, Ad and I. Um, and so yeah, we're just, we're just an athletic family, I guess. Um, following behind both of my brothers' footsteps, um, learning a lot from them. Been with, been with Coach Watson a lot, a lot of my life. Uh, learning a lot from him too. So. Yeah, all of all of this has just been a blessing, especially being here with these guys, learning a lot with these guys because uh coming up, you know, before I got here it was it was a little rough, but met these guys, met um my brothers here. So um life for me has been has been on a straight path and you know, I've been I've been doing pretty well, um, especially from the from the support of my coaches, uh my teammates and a lot of, you know, the support that I get from the school. So this yeah, like Robbie mentioned earlier, the community here is it, it's it's a loving community you know and mm-hmm. um coming coming from a school that doesn't really have enough numbers you know you really have to learn to to work together coming from a team you know our football team that doesn't really have to have enough numbers um you really got to learn to to come together because we we're sometimes we're playing kids that got 35 kids 40 kids that should probably be playing 11 man but we're gonna <laughs> be quiet on that and you know we, we we've actually got to learn to to you know okay these kids got 40 we got 22. We don't care. Like we we're we're going we're going to come together um and we're we're going to go out there and we're gonna, we're going to win. We're going to do it together with 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 our bond and with the chemistry that we have. So yeah. So yeah. 
I'd love to go down the line here. We'll start here with Brody. Um, uh, before we started recording, uh, we mentioned Coach got a new dog, right? <laughs> the, about a week or so. Yeah. All right. And uh, uh, there's some talk about what uh, he he put the question in a group chat, what the name should be. Uh, settled on Howie, it sounds like, but I was curious yeah. from everybody, what uh, – what what are your thoughts on the name, and what do you wish he would have gone with? Um, I wish he would have gone with Juan Carlos. Um, <laughs> I just think it's a perfect name for a dog. Um, I guess Howie's okay, but you know, this is just a little little Bernadou of a bite, yeah. by the way. Not yeah. not a very big dog, cutest cutest thing in the world, but not a very big dog. Peace. What about you? Um, I think me and Robbie, did we? I think we agreed on on one. We we wanted to name it Zoba. Um, that's, that's a, that's a Congolese, you know, little, little di- Congolese name from Lingala, a dialect language from Congo named Zob- called Zoba. So, um, what does that, what does that name mean? <laughs> All right. No, no taking. Okay, no, no taking. No taking. Uh, yeah, right, I can explain this one. Um, yeah, Zoba, Zoba, uh, <laughs> uh during practice one day, Pete, Pete, we were we were running plays and and Peter runs the ball and as Peter fashion runs it right into the defender and <laughs> and Pete turns to me and he goes, "Hey, call Peter a Zoba." <laughs> I was like, "What does that mean?" He was like, "That means idiot." <laughs> and lingering, <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm never gonna let this go." So every time I see Peter, Zoba, you know, I just yeah, I have to call him. <laughs> I gotta call him every you time I see him. Better reason not to name my dog. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, that's a good name for a dog. Yeah. That or Tony Romo. Cause as, as, as long as you don't know the backstory. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Ironically, that play they're talking about is the only serious injury we've had this year. We haven't been hurting a game of this in practice, like hitting our, our own players. So I think that's kind of where that comment probably came in. We've been really fortunate with injury. That's only like – Always getting hurt hitting our own players. Yeah, I mean, in practice, which shows you how hard they practice, though, right? Which right. Which is part of the reason we're having success. Sure. Coach, back to you real quick. Uh, earlier I mentioned the, the travel party you guys brought up to South Beloit there last week. Just the folks around this program. I know St. Thomas More, uh, uh, a proud group of boosters, uh, you know, parents, uh, other coaches. It's, uh, it's a tight-knit community. Just what support have you gotten from the St. Thomas More community the last couple of seasons here? I don't think I have enough time sure. on one podcast for the amount of people. I mean, I was, I was thinking about that today. I was just on the drive over. Just like The weather, weather's beautiful. The sun's coming out. I was just thinking about how blessed we are. I mean, we got uh, Mrs. Craddock is like our football mom, but all of the football moms. Like tomorrow night we're going to have a great meal and good camaraderie with the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders are very involved. Before that, before we have practice, we're going to go to Mass with Father O'Brien. We get to do that together. And it just, I mean, Mr. Horn's on the grill. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 same, the, the same parents do the – I mean – it's just a great place to be. I mean, it is the the people. I mean, I can't. I, seriously, there's everyone helps out. Everyone cares. It's always like, coach, what what do you need? And that was one of the hardest parts of coming over here. Was like, wow, everyone wants to help me. You know, I got to figure out how to manage. Like everyone wants to pitch in, and so you have to, you know, get everyone involved. And I'm I'm just I'm just really we're blessed. Like we we get spoiled almost with the we don't I don't worry about anything here. So it's a it's a great it's a great place to be. I'm I'm happy to be here and coaching these guys and with these coaches. It's funny you think about it, and where a lot of times when a high school football team, the pride that comes along with that, um, you, you you think these big teams from Texas or something like that, but uh, but it's like all right, we got a little bit of like a small town feel, mm-hmm. uh, and you know all the entire community is coming around for these twenty two kids. Yeah, you know it, that like that's 
got to be a little bit of obviously it it uh it's reassuring but at the same time i mean it's it's very different you know for for a smaller team like that right it is i mean i talk about these guys being elite but i would say the parents are elite as well that's where <laughs> they get it from the teachers are elite you know helping these guys in class cuz it's a very high rigor here and you're you're talking about the small town feel there's a good video online of you know i told you it's the first time we trailed this year and peace tied up the game and there's parents like sometimes you see things on the video and Miss Craddock's back there like high fiving somebody. They're just excited as as peace and those guys are in the end zone. Like they, they really they really care about us. They care about these boys and it's not just football either. I think that's what makes it special. Like we want them to if you play college football, that's great. If he doesn't, we want to see, you know, whatever Robbie decides to do, he could play college football, but be the best student he is and you know, whatever they do, it's 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 just fun. It's we're really blessed here. Glad you brought up college football. I wanted to ask about that. Zach and I were talking on, on our drive over here. Uh, opportunities to play college football from the eight-man game. There, there are a couple of Division One players that have uh, come through the eight-man ranks. It seems like more and more is uh, just what are those opportunities like? What do, what do maybe college coaches look for when they're scouting the eight-man game as opposed to, to the 11-man I game? I think it is easier to get an eight-man player recruited sure. because if you look at any of these guys' film, it's not like you're on a big team. Like if Peace would pl- probably play one position at a bigger school. Mm-hmm. But instead, so far he's had to play. We, we had him in the secondary a little bit, linebacker coming off the edge. Uh, he's made some catches this year. He's been at running back. He's on all the special teams. I think it gives a college coach, it lets them know they're tough because he's on the field. Listen, these guys, that game was hot on Saturday. It was, it was, a, it was a gut check for them. And, um, you know, they get to see how tough they are in a well-rounded Skill set. We haven't had any problem sending kids into college so far. In fact, I think our, our numbers are up there, if not on the very top in the area in the last seven years of sending kids to college football. So, and we'll have more. But it's you know these guys are are well rounded. They have options. They may not want to play college football. They may sure. just want to go to college. And obviously, Brody's a good wrestler, and Ben's really good at track. So, um, but it definitely doesn't hurt him. And in fact, in my opinion, it, it makes it a little bit easier. Hot one on Saturday. It'll be a little cooler on Saturday, this Saturday, Mm -hmm. uh, when you guys play that final home game of the year against Metro East Lutheran. Uh, Not overly cold, but good football weather. But two road trips to follow, St. Anne and Martinsville. Peace, want to go to you. Last question I've got for any of you guys, unless Zach has something afterward. But road trips, uh, you guys have some some hauls, just the way your schedule uh, shapes out. What, what is a road trip like with these guys? If you can get in, I know it's, that's probably a dangerous question, but uh, a lot of long bus rides. I've got to imagine a good chance to crank the ox and have some fun. That's a great question, Jay. Um, <laughs> bus rides with these guys. Um, yeah, go on the way, on the way there, on the way there, straight business. Mm-hmm. You know, on the way there, straight business. We get um, questions from coach, get off the bus when we get there. Um, do your job, and then um, when we when we get to a certain point on the way there, um, we watch we listen to visualization um, that coach has put out and probably has been doing since for like twenty years, uh, yeah, <laughs> for a while, and then we we listen, um, we win, and then on the way on the way back, you know, we all celebrate, listen to music, maybe a little freestyling going on here and there, um, we eat. Yeah, food. We eat food that. Yeah, we eat food that the parents provide for us, like Miss Craddock and all, and all, all the other, all the other uh, parenting staff that do a great job with us, and and are a huge part of our success. Also, fueling our bodies uh, with Gatorade bars, Gatorades, um, Jimmy John sandwiches. You know, people like Robbie and Brody, they need those. 
So, <laughs> you know. Shout you know. out to Rochelle High School. Shout, shout out. Tony yep. Romo's backup letting us walk through the facility on the way. <laughs> about that? Tony Romo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had to work it in. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, find a way to work it in. <laughs> that, 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 that was Miss Craddock's idea. Mm. We'd done it before, and, and she's like, I think we need to move the time up. And I listened. I was like, I think you're right. And we uh, we stopped Two hours in at Rochelle and had a great walk through their facility. They provided us Gatorade bars and they were, it was it was we had lunch, cheerleaders sitting out and I think it helped like make the travel not as bad. Yeah. So And we yeah, it I'll say it also helped us um it was a long bus ride about about three hours, so it also helped us, you know, shake our legs out a bit because I think I think Rochelle was like thirty minutes away yeah, from it Yeah, it was it was about thirty yeah, minutes. So it also because yeah. from those games that we lost last year, uh previously, we I don't think we stopped. We didn't stop. We didn't Man, stop. And boy, we stayed there the night the night before. We stayed there. But I don't think we stopped. Um, and I'm I'm glad that coach did that because it, it helped us. It helped us get off the bus. It helped us be like, okay, we got a game in 30 minutes. Like it's it's time to get off this bus. It's time to warm up. And as soon as we got off, it was it was showtime. I'm pretty sure we were we were all locked in. We were ready to go. We we wanted this game. We loved it. So. Yeah, I, we also I th- got rid of that charter stuff. You guys, mm-hmm. the charter buses are too comfortable; they don't want to get off. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. All the others, we had, you know, the nice travel. So. Yeah. Sure. And we did yellow bus, no air conditioning. Yep. It's time to set the set the tone. There you go. Who, yeah. Who's I the like. best freestyler on the team? <laughs> I'll let Robbie answer this. Huh? I'm usually sleep. I don't know what these guys are talking <laughs> about. I usually sleep on the bus. I'll let Brody that's, that's answer a this. Answer. <laughs> it's me. Uh, it is definitely me. La- last year, last year, Matt was pretty good. Matt was a pretty good freestyler last year. Actually, I think it's JJ May. JJ Schmidt. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I think I think it's JJ Schmidt. He's he's a pretty he's a pretty good freestyler. No, JJ doesn't even rhyme. He just says. <laughs> hey, you gotta it, let it flow. It's, it's yeah. pretty good though. It's pretty yeah. good. It, it's it's all about the confidence, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh man, JJ's pretty poetic. So it's a fun group. The St. Thomas More Sabers have assembled this season six and zero. They're uh, two thirds of the way through the regular season. Metro East Lutheran on tap on October seventh. That is a one o'clock kickoff right here at the high school of St. Thomas More. Road trips to St. Anne and Martinsville leading into the playoffs. A group that likes to have fun. That's uh, easily evident. Sure. Brody Cuppernell, Peace Boomba, Robbie Vabrick, and head coach Nathan Watson in with us. Sneak in a quick break, and then we're back uh, to close the book on another episode of Extra Prep. Guys, thanks for joining us thanks today. Thanks for having us. Thank For an unprecedented seven years in a row, the News Gazette has been named the state's best newspaper. Nobody covers all the area communities like News Gazette, our county section. Adding a News Gazette subscription is easy. For less than $1 per day, no other media outlet gives you award-winning, in-depth coverage of local news and sports. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe in the banner. Order a News Gazette print subscription today. That's our episode of Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. Thanks to the St. Thomas More Sabre time with us ahead of their Week 7 contest against Metro East Lutheran. Head coach Nathan Watson and players Peace Boomba, Robbie Vavrick, and Brody Cuppernell, all of whom are seniors and all of whom, by the way, play multiple sports. So there's a good chance we'll hear from them down the line on future episodes of Extra Prep this school year. But good luck to them for now, and until then, we'll sign off and let you get on with the rest of your day. Thanks for listening to this episode of Extra Prep. Stick around next week to see where we wind up talking to coaches and players at schools all around our area. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.